Welcome to Loki Unqualified, a Marvel podcast. My name's Ryan, and I'm Michaela. We're just two female Marvel fans who are low-key unqualified to be talking about the MCU, but we're gonna do it anyway. Okay, Michaela, the time has come. We've made it to Captain America, the Winter Soldier. AKA, like, the best Marvel movie. A hundred percent. Listen, they did not come to play with this movie. There was no joking around. No, it is so good. It is beyond. I'm shocked. I don't even know how many times I've seen it, and I'm still shocked. Legit. Like, it was really funny because it started... And the first five minutes, mm-hmm. I was literally like, so many things in the first five minutes have to do, or like are brought up in The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Such as? Um, not being not being able to sleep on a bed. Mm. Marvin Gaye's Trouble Man. Yeah. And um, your best buddy, Barack, Batroc? Barack? Whatever his name is. Oh, George St. Pierre? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's so weird that like in the first five minutes, like just all these things are popping up that are also brought up in the Falcon. Very true. I wonder if um, when Civil War comes around, we'll see any things that have been picked out from that movie in this, into the series as well. Yeah. I also, like, immediately have the thought of, like, like butterfly effect type of thing, where it's, like, imagine Sam, like, didn't go for a run that day, or, like, yeah, how, like, different everything would be. And, like... That's the, that's the fucking TVA working overtime, like... <laughs> well i i do wonder because not even in this movie even in cap's first movie Mm -hmm. like they love to tease you with bucky and his shield and and cap's shield so i wonder if that was always like the original plan because you know i mean both happen in the comics sam Mm -hmm. and bucky being cap but i wonder if they were always just planning to go with Bucky taking over for Captain America and then for whatever reason decided to like pick Sam over him. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's like they decided to like move Bucky more towards like the white wolf aspect of it all. So that's why they gave Sam Captain America. I mean, I feel like it worked. Like it was quite like well done in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I feel like where Sam or like Anthony Mackie is at right now with Cap is maybe how... Chris Evans was with Cap in the first solo Cap movie. Not that he mm-hmm. was bad, but like I'm thinking Chris, like they used a stunt double a lot of times. So it's kind of like choppy when yeah. Chris is doing it. And not saying Anthony's using a stuntman. I'm more looking at it as we need it's more like, of those montages. Yeah, but almost like he's so like kind of stiff with it. Mm. But for me, like that has to do with his costume. Like his costume is so bulky, like up towards the neck area. Yeah, I hope, like, it goes through, like, obviously I'm pretty sure when, like, it is quite similar to the comic book outfit, but I hope it goes through those kind of, like, little changes that, like, everyone's else kind of outfits have gone through per movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, in the comic book, I mean, as comic book outfits tend to be, the comic book one is more very, like, skin tight, mm. whereas with, like, the movies, they tend to bulk up their outfits a little bit more. Not yeah. for Natasha, no, 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 not for no. Natasha. They were she like a piece of fabric. <laughs> They're like she is good with what she has got. Yeah. But 
but um everyone else like captain marvel like her costume has been there's like padding to it yeah um so okay speaking of like outfits and you mentioning natasha Mm -hmm. when they when she's sitting in the car and they're going to new jersey and they're like talking about the kiss and she has her feet up on the dashboard yeah did you see her shoes uh i yeah i know it because they they show a shot as they're walking through the mall and she's wearing those heeled sneakers which is just what a sign of the times literally like of a movie that was being made in 2013 like i know i would she can wear it she'll wear that and i'm like no girl i mean i had the thought when they were rolling up do you want to know what kind of would have been around that scene? And I was more just like, I'm not digging her look in this movie. Like, it looks like they, like, dunked her in, like, fake tan. <laughs> and we're like, let's throw on, like, a frosty lip gloss. And I, ke- I did kept looking at her lips, but that could have just been me. They're nice, but her overall look wasn't cute. And then I was like, okay... Is it right for me to have qualms about this? Am I, like, looking at Steve being, like, your outfit isn't giving it to me? And then I was like, do you know what? I can because his outfit wasn't giving it to me (laughs) in the first Avengers movie. So, And, I mean, I feel like as, like, as girls, we tend to look at, like, the female character and then probably pick out their, like, outfit being, like, is this something I would wear? And when it's not, we're, like, I would not be wearing any of that. It is not. And then I was like, okay, is it because she's on the run? you know and i'm like no i don't think so i think this is just you know it's just not cute yeah going into like very much i mean obviously like this entire movie and all the action sequences are so good but i really enjoyed the opening one like when they're fighting bro they went into that and they're like we need to let people know cap is cool and cap is like kind of badass i was like yo he's on par with like black widow in that in that yeah. opening scene on the boat, he's the, laying waste like, to everybody. Yeah, like the only thing that I don't like about Cap, and I mean it, he does kind of go through like a little bit of a change in this movie, but like very much the beginning, his kind of like honor and like self righteousness about like doing what's right. It got a bit annoying. Yeah, like I just found I was like, oh geez, like oh, um, and when he's like, this isn't freedom, this is fear. Yeah, that's like my just... favorite part. I'm like, God damn, you are right, broski. It, it, I'm like, oh, Steve, you're being a bit annoying now. Like, I get it, but like, buddy, I can't believe you said that. No, because he's like looking at like someone he respects and just being like, "Yo, this is like straight up dictatorship." And I thought <laughs> we weren't about that. And everything in this big ass room is telling me we are for well, yeah, it, but. Okay. <laughs> but that kind of goes with Civil War when Tony's like, yeah. we need armor, like, all over the world. Like, that's... Ugh. It's true. Like, having people at gunpoint all the time is not... The answer? No, not at all. Not at all. No. I mean, it'd be interesting to see, like, when we get to Civil War, like, rewatching it. Because I haven't seen it in a while. But when it came out, you were like on Iron Man's side of things, I feel like because I, but it was more just, like, I liked, like, at that point, I liked Iron Man more. Just, like, Uh, I'd seen more of the Iron Man movies than I had of the Captain America movies. Like, it wasn't really their, like, idea. There was more just, like, cool, I like the color red. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? 
Yeah. But I also, okay, this is a question I had during that scene with Fury and Steve. Yes. Where Fury goes, last time I trusted somebody, I lost an eye. Yeah. Is he, like, just, like, immediately, I wasn't, like, he's talking about, like, Carol. I was, like, is he talking about the fucking cat? That's kind of a thing. I kind of leave that up to, not a plot hole, but, um, like, I'm going to delve into, like. Because it made it sound like somebody, like, backstabbed him or something. Yeah. So, I'm going to. Carol doesn't. And the only thing I can think of is, like, he trusted a cat and the cat scratched him in the eye, like. That's the only thing we can relate it to now. So, like, mm-hmm. this is kind of the, the dilemma when you bring in, like, different directors into kind of, like, a big overall series. Oh, yes. So, like, with, with the newest Star Wars movies, um, I think you go in with to... Um, oh, my God. I can't remember what the first one's called. But the first one of the newest trilogy. And you have Ray, And it's kind of, like... Who are her parents? Super big mystery. Like, she's so gifted in the Force. And then you have The Last Jedi, which the director was changed. It was no longer J.J. Abrams. And that guy Mm -hmm. was like, her parents are nobodies. They don't matter. They're not Skywalkers. They're nobody relevant in the previous movies. She's just someone who is, you know, really connected to the Force. Because it doesn't matter. Like, it's totally blind. And then the... uh, the Rise of Skywalker, the last mm-hmm. one, J.J. Abrams comes back and he's like, Look, your parents weren't actually nobody. Your dad was like a clone of Palpatine. You're a Palpatine. So like you have these like this conflict of yeah. like different interests. Um, and I think that's kind of like what happened with the MCU in that case. Maybe they were never going to fill in like who betrayed like Nick Fury, like why it happened, but it got added in for Captain Marvel when you have a completely different writer and director. Yeah. And now when you look back on it, you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Because it doesn't make sense. Um, in Captain Marvel, Agent Coulson hands him like a box of all these different eyes he can put in. Mm-hmm. But in this one, he still has an eye. So was he going to get surgery to take the eye out and then put in a fake eye? Like, why would he be... I feel like that's just plot holes. Yeah. And I would say, speaking of major plot holes, Mm -hmm. Peggy's fucking video. I know. Okay. And she's like, like, that just, like, pisses me off of her being, like... Well, not her being... Not her, but, like, the story and, like, going into Steve's endgame and everything, where she's, like... He saved, like, a thousand men, one of which included my husband. And I'm like, well, she's clearly not talking about Steve. But unless she had to do, like, a cover, because that thing was done in 1953. Also, when you look at all her pictures, like, it's her and her kids, and then, like, her and, like, maybe a grandkid Mm -hmm. or something. But never, like, her and a husband. I'm like, they would have left it out for, like, a reason. I don't like it. I know. I don't don't like it either. Uh... (laughs) But did you do that with a W? Like it? Did you do that? Yeah, I did that on purpose because of the thing with Chris. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, cool. (laughs) Yeah, I did that on purpose. I wasn't just. Um, I hate that scene because the CGI thing that they did was like not it. Yeah. I was like, like... this girl's mouth is like on the side of her face right now. It's really creepy. A, yeah, it is creepy. And then when she starts like coughing and she's like, but you're alive. It's like, what? And I'm like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. I'm like, it's like creepy. Like, I'd be like, I'd be 
freaked out. Like, I mean, old people kind of, like, freak me out when they're like that. Like, delusional? Yeah, or, like, sickly old people. Yeah. You know? Is that offensive? No, I just, like, we were, when I was in, (laughs) when I was in elementary school, where I live, I don't want to say where I live, but, like, in elementary school, we were nearby old folks' homes. Oh, girl, we had to do the same thing. I know where you're- Halloween, we'd walk to the old folks' home. And I remember this old lady, like, grabbing my arm one time and having to have, like, a, like the parent who was with us, like... Rip. We'd have to play, like, Scrabble with them. Yeah, did you have to do the indoor bowling? No, I never did indoor bowl like, lawn bowling? Uh, no. It would be, like, one of those soft, like, uh, balls that you would use for dodgeball. And then they had, like, this little metal slope... So, like, the old people could, like, set it up and then roll it down the slope into, like, these foam pins. Yo, what was up with that? What was up with schools, like, leasing us out to old people? Like, I guess it's, like, good for the old people, like, getting socialized and everything. But, like, it's just, yeah. like, I know the smell. Like, it's a little traumatizing for, like, children, especially when they get all, like, senile. Yeah. I remember, like, this one dude, like, I don't know if he had surgery on his head. But, like, there was a huge dent in his head, and I was, like, captivated by it. I was like, that (laughs) is... I can't take my eyes off this. Like, some of them, I feel like, like, it's one thing when, like, in grade 7 and 8, we would go for, like, board games and stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's one thing having, like, grade 2 and grade 3s come by. Like, I guess it's nice, but it's just, like, I know the smell of, like, Upper Canada. Like, oh... Like, just, like, the smell of old people. Like, mixed with, like, cleaning supplies to keep the place, like, like a doctor's office in a way, you know? Yeah, very doctor's office. Yeah. Okay, going back to Peggy, what the fuck was, was with her line where she was like, the best you can do is start over. And I was like, really, Peggy? You sure about that? Uh, this is, I think, another thing. I think, I think really what it was was Chris Evans... You know, his contract was coming to an end with the MCU. He was ready to move on. And they were kind of like, okay, what the fuck can we do to, like, get rid of this guy? Otherwise, like, there would be nothing that would, you know, if he was just like, all right, guys, I'm going to, like, retire now. And him be, like, young, fully-fledged Captain America. Like, that's so open-ended. You would always be like, why didn't they go get Cap? Why didn't they ask Cap for help? At least, like, with this ending, it's, like, they're not going to be seeking him out. He's old. He might be dead. Maybe on the moon. Um, So I think they were just like, oh, yeah, this is a, you know, easy way. It makes relative sense. It makes sense on paper. And, you know, problem-solve situation. I don't think that was always the plan they had for Steve. That he would some, like, no. So, basically, all that dialogue is just, like, it works. But now it's, like, utter bullshit. Yeah. And, okay, as much as, like, that part made me scoff at Endgame, right? Yeah. I did kind of, like, it made me excited about rewatching parts of Endgame. Like, the Mm -hmm. elevator scene made me excited for the elevator scene in Endgame where, like, Steve goes in and he's, like... Hail Hydra. And I, I remember yeah. you and I sitting there and like like opening night for Endgame, like we're watching it and then like he does the Hail Hydra and everyone in the audience is like 
oh my god <laughs> like losing their mind and then it's like the scene where it's like he's fighting himself and being like fuck you the lie i know he and really went like, in there oh and was god. like let me be as chaotic as i can possibly be yeah god wouldn't you love to see how that like plane of existence played out right that just goes oh. to show like that like oh bucky is just so important to him it's so yeah. it hurts me um okay um, i did write in all capitals on my notes bucky but the u looks like an o so it looks like bucky <laughs> i think technically the last point of the movie we talked about was the running scene well what before we like jumped all over the place um, <laughs> yes, this was. Um, Do you have anything to say before we meet the Winter Soldier? The Wiener Soldier. <laughs> um. Do I have anything to say? Um. Robert Redford's face bothers me. Um. You know whose face bothers me? The the Hydra. senator. Yeah. Yeah. His face bugs me. He's got an interesting face. It's very <laughs> puffy. Yeah. Very puffy. It does offend me. Uh yeah, that's all I have to say. Do you know what? I don't like Jasper either. And What's I the think line I, that you don't like in this movie? Uh see, I told you. Shield doesn't negotiate. Like shut up. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Like I like how I think the him in just like the opening scene you don't like. Like it's that that the that's the quote that makes you hate him. It's disgusting. I don't know. And I was interested when um he gets brought to the rooftop by Cap and Natasha, mm-hmm. and he's kind of telling them the thing, and he mentions Stephen Strange. Yes. Okay, and when you go back to Endgame, and Bruce is talking to the Ancient One, and she says Stephen Strange is, like, five or six years in the future, like, he's not, you know, like, Doctor Strange yet. Like, right yeah. now, he's, like, performing surgery. So I was like, why, how would Hydra... I think just because, as they said, like, they look at the past and dictate the future, but in that way of, like, their political belief, their smartness, like, the same way they said, a valid Victorian from Iowa. Like, right, I right. don't think they knew he was going to become Dr. Strange. I was just I like... I think it was just, like, he's a smart, he's, like, one of the best doctors in the world. So he I know, I was just kind of like, what about him? Like, the dude is probably a republican i'm gonna be honest like he gives me the vibes he votes red um hydra it's it's color scheme is very red um i think it's mainly like his maybe like like smartness probably intellect yeah it's uh... only smartness of the word wow (laughs) dictating my smartness like (laughs) you would not be on the hydra charts fuck no (laughs) okay yeah. Can we talk about this? where Fury in the car crashes? So funny. Blurry. Oh, yes. But it's blurred out. And then in the distance, you see that black you see the figure. Man, the myth, the legend. Yeah. My future husband. Girl, they have done him so dirty in all the other movies. <laughs> but in this one, oh my god, he's so cool. And he, he doesn't run. He walks. Very seldomly do you see him lose his temper. And, Mm -hmm. uh, spectacular. It's spectacular. And I love, like, all the other Hydra agents that are, like, working with him. Just handing him weapons. Like, no communication really needed. They're just like, here you go. And he's just so cool. It's, It's eerie. And it would be an absolute honor to 
be hunted down by the Winter Soldier. Yeah. I, I hope I dream about it tonight. Yeah. It's it just, just like, so much. I remember after seeing it in theaters, desperately wanting to learn the knife fight scene between Steve and Bucky. <laughs> Mainly just kind of like that little flip he does. Where yeah. He, like, yeah. The one that people will do on TikTok. Yeah. Well, you, but, got a, uh, you got a thing to do, Michaela. Learn it. Listen, I tried years ago and I was just, I sh- shouldn't do that with knives. Start with like straws. I know, but there's no weight to them. But uh, yeah, shit. I uh, love this movie. I love um, seeing the little red on Sebastian's nose from the mask. I think it's super cute. I think it's cute that Sebastian hadn't had his uh, teeth corrected yet. So mm. the the one on the right side, his right front tooth still kind of like overlaps a little bit. <laughs> it's just great. It's great. It's so good. He's so young. He looks like a little baby. Yeah. It's am- it's amazing. It's giving me all the stucky feels. Yeah. And that like throwback scene. Love it. Absolutely love it. I'm just yeah. like, Bucky, there's your little blonde boyfriend. Not even yeah. like five foot eight. <laughs> okay, I know this is kind of like all over the place, but like, say la vie. Um, but what's your opinion on Natasha's hair? Okay. I don't... I I like the length. And I wish that after Sam's place, they kept it, you know, with the slight curls and waves to it. Yeah. One, just it would make sense because how is she straightening her hair at Sam's place? And it just, I don't know, suits it better. But I much preferred this hair compared to what she had in Avengers. Oh, yes. Um, and I think I know the answer, but are you a long hair Bucky fan or short I hair? Am, I am a short hair Bucky fan. Are you really? I am yeah, as I well. I would say no. I would definitely say I am. I would say I do like Jesus Bucky more than you do. Oh, but I don't like Wakanda Bucky. Yeah, I do. But I do like his hair short. Mm-hmm. Now, have you seen any of those edits where I think they were like imposing kind of like this longish no not even long like shorter than what he had in this movie but longer than short hair these edits that they did I think it was like the hair that Seb had for I don't know I can't remember yeah but like he could tuck it behind his ears it was full a little fluffy have you seen those at all I don't think so no uh okay if I find them again I'll send them to you because I could get behind that hair length. And this isn't even terrible, but um, I don't I don't know. <laughs> um, this is jumping all the way to the end of the movie when yeah. Natasha gives Steve the file on him, on, on Bucky, or the Winter Soldier, I should say. And it has that little uh, picture of Bucky when he was in the army. Mm-hmm. I remember I was like, I need this. Oh, my God. I looked everywhere for a clear one so I could, like, print it off. <laughs> and at the time, there was nothing. But uh, now I'm lusting for it again. Jesus. What? You just look um, so cute. I still kind of talk about Bucky. The second end credit scene. Yeah. With him. Yes. Just, like, that whole, like, that, like, ten second scene where it just, like, pans to his face and the music's playing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god, I love it. I know. I love it so much. Uh, this really was... I mean, it's it's interesting because aside from that first little intro we get of him when, you know, he's uh, tracking down Nick Fury, 
Mm-hmm. I kind of like, I'm not going to lie. I did briefly forget that like we would see him again. And then really? I was like, oh shit. Because all this other stuff was going on and I, I don't, I was excited for it. Yeah. Um, right. Maybe enough about Bucky. Let's focus on Sam, the Falcon. It's our first introduction to him. Mm-hmm, it and is. I enjoyed him in this movie a lot more than I did in other movies. I don't know. Yeah, I just like, like that he was kind of like that awkward, like, outsider. That was, kinda, like, especially the line of, I made breakfast, if you guys, like, eat that sort of thing. Yeah. Like. And Hill's line where she's like, who is this guy? Yeah. He really is just a guy. Yeah. Um, let's talk about his atrocious outfit that he's wearing on yeah. the securing of Jasper. What are those jeans? What are those shoes? So ugly. A, a boot cut? Oh really? Can I get like a, a tactical outfit or something? An yeah. all black kind of fit? I don't know. I was like, this is not it. And what are these okay. shoes? They look like rock climbing shoes. Kind of speaking of Sam, mm-hmm. in the introduction to him, I'm going to say this now, and this is a big kind of statement I'm making. Okay. But. If in any future movie or TV show with Sam and Bucky, if yeah. we find out that Bucky is the reason that Riley died, <gasps> I will stop watching. I feel like that would have had to be brought up in the TV show. I, I think maybe. So. I think maybe if that was girl, do you know what? I think they should have done that instead of it being that random old dude's kid. How killer would that have been? That would have been even more sad. Yeah, because But I that... think like, the whole thing is that, like, he couldn't, like, look at him, you know? So, like, how would he be able to kind of go running about? He but, was yeah. friends with the old dude. They would have, like... Yes, 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 but once he realized, he, like... I mean, obviously he went running away to, like, Europe with Sam. I know, but even, like, the same thing could have happened with... Because Bucky doesn't know about Riley. Maybe in one of their bonding moments, Sam could have mentioned it. You know, and then it could have been that click. That would have been absolutely fantastic because that would have put their relationship on the test. Because in this one, Sam is very much to Steve like it's he's not your friend anymore. Like yeah. he's not the same person, and so that would have challenged Sam. That would have made us see if his beliefs have changed if he really understands that you know Bucky was under not hypnosis but like torture you know yeah um I did like Sam in this movie I like I really like seeing him in the like VA and I'm like kind of wish we got to see more of that yeah like more of like therapy Sam like you could kind of see it coming out when him and Carly have the like one-on-one Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I feel like it's not brought up the fact that he's dealt with I know uh, it's, it's soldiers before veterans kind of interesting because when it's their therapy session sam doesn't really take it very seriously you know mm-hmm. and you would think that coming from that background like he would yeah there would just be like a level of understanding yeah but i guess he does have like a lot of i don't know like animosity towards this yeah. guy he's also like i don't even really know you like yeah definitely uh in addition to sam this is also our first introduction to agent sharon carter <laughs> i just like don't like her like i don't care like i just don't like her yeah i didn't like her either but i think i mean they just they gave nothing to the character she's just another person in the movie yeah 
like I said before in our earlier episode on reviewing the Falcon and Winter Soldier series, I liked her in there. I thought she was cool. She was gritty. I understood, you know, why she was doing what she was doing. And I was, like, pissed off for her. But yeah, anything else that you can think of? Hmm. What do you think? I, I like the end montage. You know, seeing Sharon uh, ending up at the CIA. Of seeing yeah. Agent Hill being interviewed at Stark Industries. Yes. But especially with regards to that, there was no real, like, follow-through on that. Because her? working there, like, I understand, like, she was at the party in Age of Ultron. Yes. But after that, when did we see her again? I don't know. Infinity Wars? Yeah, the end where she's with Fury. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just thought it was really interesting. Like, I wonder exactly what her role was there. Yeah, I don't know if, like, I think we've talked about this before and I looked her up. And I think she does right, maybe Agents show up in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. once or twice. Yeah. But I don't know if, like, that mentioned something or I obviously don't really know. And yeah. I don't plan on finding out. <laughs> yes. I like um, that we're, like, in that montage we see Rumlo, like, all burnt up. And he becomes crossbones, right? I know, That's but it's such a waste because well, I'm he's pretty sure, gone well, in the Civil War. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure I read that, like, at one point they wanted to make him, like, a bigger villain. I see. Or I think, like, if he hadn't, like, they kind of wasted his potential and, like, he would have been a villain. But I like this movie. I like this... the, like, end, like, the mid credit scene where we see... Um, Wanda. And her brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like... yeah, that is one of my favorite ones because I, I love the eeriness of it. I love yeah. seeing Pietro, like, tweaking out in his room and, like, running around and you can tell that he's obviously, like, distressed Yeah, by what's going on. It's so... It's... I like that they're called, like, the twins. It's so cool and I... I wish that we didn't have to lose him because I think they could have been, like, a really cool unit. What I found interesting was that, like, um, they kind of, like, they show both of them, but it ends on, like, a panning on Wanda, and I don't know if that's, like, a like a hint or something that, like, she's the one they end up kind of focusing on, and that, like, her brother, like, Pietro's just, like, gonna be shit all. Maybe, maybe it's because, like, she might have, like, a bit more of, like, an iconic role yeah. in, like, the future Scarlet Witch. Um... My understanding of it is a little dodgy. I've heard a lot of, like, different things. One being that it being an issue of, you know, X-Men having their own PHO so that they, like, struck a deal of, like, X-Men will get Quicksilver, Marvel will just focus on Scarlet Witch. Um, Because in the X-Men movies, uh, the Americanized Peter, you know, Maximoff or whatever, he does have a sister, but they're not twins. She's considerably younger than him. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, you don't even know... That there's no reference to her having any sort of powers. No. So, I guess... I guess I kind of believe kind of like the trade-off deal where you get one, I get the other. But it is so nice to have a pair. And, um... I don't know. I guess I was I was really desperate for him to somehow come back in WandaVision. I was excited when they brought in Evan Peters because I was like, wow, like we're going to get that crossover. But uh, I guess not. Obviously, I don't know. Obviously, we get a boner joke, but. I know, but part of me is just like, that can't just be it. Like, Yeah, there has to be more. Yeah. Um, And I know you sent me something about Aaron getting like uh, recasted as a completely different character and 
I don't know. It just doesn't. It's fine. Like, but I would have much preferred more opportunities to see him as Pietro. Yeah, I mean, they seem to be doing like a little bit more of like casting like the same person twice if they're kind of in a minor role, and then mm-hmm. doing with something within a bigger role that doesn't have to do with it. Like, obviously, I think. Because he was cast as, what did I say, Craven? So that has to do... Yeah. That doesn't exactly have to do with the MCU. But I'm also thinking of, I believe it's Gemma Chan. Okay. Who plays Minerva in Captain Marvel. Who's, like, the um, like the mean girl, like the bad girl. Yeah. And then she... Okay. But it's, like, obviously these two characters are never going to meet. And she was, like, a minor character in the first one, so... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, uh... Eh. Would have been nice. Oh yeah. But yeah. Overall, great movie. Oh. It, um, Mwah. Chef's kiss. It really changed, kind of. I think how people perceive Captain America. It didn't just make him like Mister Patriotic. Like this went above, like representing like United States. This is it. Gave and him some like grit and like heart. Was gritty. I mean, look at his shields. Uh, that yeah. color scheme. They took it down a few notches. They were like, let's lower the saturation on this baby. Oh, yeah. And it's great. It's cool. You see that he's, like, really actually a, a great fighter. Yeah. And when, he's very the, observant, too. Him versus um, MMA Barack guy. George St. Pierre. Yes. I was like, both of them are, like, gymnastics. Like, flipping about. I know. And I, I wondered around. if um, George St. Pierre found it difficult because you know, legit fighting, like, in the UFC cage versus mm. movie fighting is very different. So oh, I yeah. wondered if he, he struggled, you know, making that switch. But, um, yeah, it's cool. I'm excited. You know, I Me feel like, too. like, after this movie, like, that's when the MCU starts to, like, really find, like, its footing. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hey, it's Michaela. You just finished listening to our episode on Captain America, the Winter Soldier. I know Ryan and I were really excited to review this movie, so hopefully you enjoyed the episode we put out for you guys. I just want to remind you that you can follow us on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and subscribe to us on YouTube. The handle is Loki Unqualified. Make sure you check back every Friday because we do put out new episodes reviewing the MCU movies. And on Sundays, we are doing episodes reviewing the latest episodes from the Loki series, which is streaming on Disney+. And if you're feeling up to it, you can go leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, We would really appreciate it, and we would like to read your comments. Okay, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.